Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the Five Leadership Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins. And today I'm here with Daniel M. Hello, hello. And Dave Schrader. You know, you can't do that for every guest. I don't do it for every guest. I know, but you do that. No. You do the whole wrestling thing. Maybe I've done it in a couple <laughs> of episodes ago. <laughs> Who is your favorite WWF or WWE? I now? don't. I didn't do that. No, but you, you're you saying the thing like they're saying it. No, that's boxing. Oh, I guess so. Well, it can go either, it can go either way. Boxing <laughs> is real, Daniel. This is very normal. What? Yes, boxing what? is real. Professional wrestling's not and, real. And he's Canadian, folks. Andy, <laughs> I, and there's a new heavyweight right now I that just took down a guy that looked like a Greek god. Boxing schmucks. And this guy has a total dad bod. Mm. What? Wait, Ruiz, what? I'm sorry. Respect. A, a dad bod? Oh, yeah. So, like a gut? Yes. Look it up. <laughs> Look yeah. it up, Daniel. You're gonna get some weird pictures. I don't know if you do that in your Lifeway account, by the way. But you know, you, you at least should. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Just take his word for it. Yeah. There's a dad Dave bod thing out there. Yeah. I don't know, stopped. man. I, yes. No, no, no. That's no. not true. I let everything. You know, my shirts kind of hang over the side. It's you don't know what's going on in there. It's a party. So <laughs> you know that <laughs> that party right there is Dave Schrader. Now He's Dave is a party the in a podcast. <laughs> Dave is a marketing leader a for B and H Books, right. so yeah, it's it's fun to work yeah. with you here. And <laughs> and I was on the po- you know we basically <laughs> w- w- the table of malcontents. That's right. The podcast yes. that you're on with Barnabas Piper, a yeah. former Why? former <laughs> former <laughs> co-host of the Five Leadership <laughs> Questions podcast and Aaron Armstrong, the other Canadian. Yes, <laughs> the so, other one, <laughs> as we call him. <laughs> so, what we wanted to do is, I was on your all's podcast, yes. and we talked about leadership books. Yes, we, so that was, we ripped on them for a full hour. Yes, that was yes. a train wreck. It was uh, because it was four people. Wait a second, I've never been on said podcast. <laughs> you have to write a book There's to be a, on this podcast. Oh! But then again, I haven't written. I haven't. I haven't written a book either. A book that's been outstanding with B and H for like years now. (laughs) See, when you finish that book, I will book you on (laughs) our podcast. How about that? All right, I haven't written one either, but I get the host. Apparently, our entire team has tried to bribe and do whatever we can to get Todd to finish his book. (sighs) I know, but man, yeah, bad. It's a bad. bad. But Uh, maybe being on the table of malcontents would be the thing that. Yeah. You know, just kind of. We we need we do need to have you on anyways, uh, and we will just give you grief for an hour talking about the fact sure. that you haven't finished the book. So we and can talk about. Barnabas you know what? Will give me grief for telling him I would tweet through his last book, and I still have not done it yet. Oh, hmm. I'm going to though. Hmm. hmm. Okay. So yeah. I would like that as well, by the way, <laughs> so, since right. I worked on his book. <laughs> you're right. Wait a minute. You're right. You did say that. I did say that. As well okay. As other so books coming back, I'm doing soon. Yeah, yes, so we'll we'll in in the show notes we'll make sure to put a link to that podcast because we talked. It was a I fun one. About, yeah, it was. It was fun. a really good podcast. It, it was, was very helpful. Talking about leadership yes. books, but then yes. we were like, hey, you know what? What if we just had Dave on our podcast and we talked about biographies? Because that's, I mean, you're a history buff, and you're even on that podcast. We were talking about biographies and leadership books, and you're always talking about history and all this stuff. So we're like, hey, let's do an episode completely on leadership biographies, history, you know, just on yeah. the, the, that genre of reading. 
So thanks for being on the podcast, Dave. Hey man, I'm here. I can talk books any day. So let's do this. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get started with the first question. Why are leadership biographies important for church leaders? Well, I'll start off. I, I love church leaders. Uh, those who are listening probably read a lot of books, which I'm very grateful for as someone who works in book publishing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I love that you're, first of all, not only buying books, but actually reading them. Um, yeah, well, I, reading some. Reading <laughs> some of them. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm glad you guys post pictures of your offices, which look awesome, by the way. Some of you color code them. Some of them have them by <laughs> references. And we're going to judge them all appropriately. I want you to know that's what we do here. Yeah. But to answer to the question, I know I am. You know what I am, but uh, no, I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's great. My my uh, my biggest thing about church leaders working with them for so many years is the fact that most church leaders seem to be reading kind of one category of book, one or two, not yeah. reading widely. I think that's that's it. And I would always say, you know what, you're probably more interested in some other things, you just feel like, man, I'm serving the church. I need to be embedded in these commentaries, these other books that talk about uh, dispensationalism, yeah. all these categories. And it's never ending. Right, right. right. And, and you know, you we can, can, and we continue to publish books about yes, those exactly. things, yeah. feeding this, habit, feeding this problem. So we're part to, partly to blame. Um, but I don't, I mean, I feel like, I mean, you guys know, I mean, you've, you've worked more directly with the church in some ways. I mean, they're, um, it's fun to see them, but I rarely see, boy, man, get up there, talk about, um, a life that you've studied and yeah. what have you learned from that life? Uh, whether they're in the church, whether they're a political leader, a military leader, someone who took a stand for their faith, someone who just took a stand period, just mm -hmm. out of courage, whether they are a person of faith. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. Yeah. It, it's interesting with the five leadership questions that we generally work through. And today it's going to be different because we're doing it on a topic. Uh, you know, when you look at all the leaders that we have interviewed on the podcast, and it, it's not really their biography, but you do get their thoughts on the same questions. And there is that sense of, oh, what can I learn from them. But once again, I mean, leadership biographies is different than commentaries, is different yeah. than theology, is different than church leadership books. Two episodes ago, we had Karen Swallow Pryor on, and we're just kind of in this rhythm of reading podcasts, and, and she wrote a book on reading well, mm -hmm. and the whole thing's on literary fiction, right? Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, she said on the podcast mm -hmm. that she has never read a leadership book, mm -hmm. like never. And I responded with, actually, the last time I read a literary fiction was probably in university because I had to, and I just zoomed through it. Yeah. Otherwise, the last fiction book I think I finished was like yeah. The Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talks about I was reading the, A Tale of Two Cities uh, with my 10-year-old, which I think she definitely judged me for. What, because you were reading it? No, because if you okay. think about what A Tale of Two Cities is and sure. what happens during that. Yeah. And, like, he's read the whole Bible. He went through Ezekiel, okay? He went through, <laughs> like, he's read a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we've processed that. So, um, no, but it was fun. Okay. Well, I mean, I think I think it's great. All right. So a lot of he also read grit. I made him read grit. Are you really? Oh, are you serious? <laughs> I'm oh totally no, serious. that's great. No, it is. It I, is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll just say this. First of all, if you're a uh, if you're a church leader, you 
probably have children of, of a variety of ages. Um, and if not, you are around children too. And it's fun to read, I would say, you know, early younger literature, uh, yeah. even stuff that we hated as teenagers, but now our kids are reading Robinson it. Robinson Crusoe so, is not a biography. No, but it's a fun read. But it's fun. <laughs> but there's still great lessons to, to yeah, get out of this. Is, so, so, so that's where yeah. with her, we talked about the genre of literary yeah. fiction and her yeah. book is all about, you know, virtues that can be developed in and through that today and and but most of the books that we read are more leadership focused yeah. right leadership sure. focused but today we really wanted to hone in on the whole leadership biographies yeah. point all right all right so let's move into our second question which leadership biographies are your favorites go okay first I've read a ton and I'm going to list off a few that are fantastic I and I'm, I, all right, first of all, like there's people like John Adams, you know, David McCullough bio. That's a wonderful one, John oh, Adams. Oh, yeah. What, it's fantastic, yeah. 1776. 17, anything that anything Walter Isaacson McCullough, has right. written, David McCullough, uh, Bill Bennett's written some fantastic history books on that. Um, they're, they're, the list goes on and on, but... Um, you know, a lot of people have read Hamilton since they've wanted to, or they've either seen or want to see the musical uh, Ron Chernow's book, which is, you know, his books are all like a thousand pages long, but he yeah, wrote. So, but is, is it like how difficult of a read is it? It's not, you know, here's the beautiful thing. So when I became a reader, it was almost 22, and it's because I picked up Undaunted Courage by Stephen Ambrose. Mm. So that's about Lewis and Clark and... We heard, you know, at least at least those um, those in the United States, yeah. we would, you know, we would heavily study Lewis and Clark. That would be some point, you know, and at least a couple times growing up, you'd study Lewis and Clark. Okay. But it always seemed like bullet points to me. You know, hey, they did this thing. Jefferson sent them out to go discover the West. And, you know, they met some people and they were whatever. They found the Pacific Coast, whatever. But it was the first time I read a book at 22 where... A, I wasn't forced to read history. I did love history, by the way. I just, I hadn't read like a popular history book and it was fantastic. And it's almost like the story just came together for me. And I felt like, wow, I could study Lewis and Clark and what they went through. I felt like I could empathize with their struggles of how they led together. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yes, I mean, there was a hierarchy, but at the same time, um, it was fascinating to see how Jefferson commissioned them, empowered them to make decisions while also them having to lead a band of men um, and women in cases to, uh, to try and discover more of the West. So to me, it just came alive. And that wasn't a, an all-out biography, but what it did is it helped history come alive to me. Okay. There's a okay. ton of great books out there where I could go on and certainly I'll, I'll give them to Daniel, put in the uh, show notes, but... Um, but I always encourage you find something that helps you do that because yes, if you want to do a thousand pages from Ron Chernow on Hamilton or, uh, the new one on Ulysses S. Grant, which they're both fantastic. Right. Um, but I get like a thousand pages. You guys are busy. I'm, I'm talking to you pastors who are yeah, listening. Yeah. Like you got a lot going on. Um, and let's take like a Winston Churchill bio. There's a ton of them. Roy Jenkins did a fantastic one. Uh, the so Andrew. I was, I was going to mention yeah. Paul Johnson because he has a, a short show. one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Short the, one. the Paul Johnson ones. If you don't have time for the thousand page, and you want to go through a bunch, you know, you'll have everything from Napoleon to yeah. Churchill to Socrates. 
Yes, that's so great. Crazy. Thank Get you, Bill and Ted. That was awesome. Spoken from a philosophy yeah. major. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, well, so but great. but this is why I would say, hey, don't if you, you feel like you don't have time for a thousand pages, and they are easy reads. They're they're meant to be written as is, as if you're following them in a story. But what I always say is, hey, listen. Don't worry about the thousand page bio, even though certainly you're going to get more interested in a person. You want to learn more about them. Um, with Churchill, and I've read a bunch on Churchill, but my favorite is a book that came in only a few years ago called Hero of the Empire. Uh, Candace Millard wrote it. And by the way, I mean, I'm going to list some of the best historians and biographers these days are females. I mean, Doris Kearns Goodwin is outstanding. Candace Millard, um, there, I, can, I can go on. But Candace wrote this book, and it's all about the making of Winston Churchill, the kind of the legend of him. It's when he... Uh, he was a war correspondent during the Boer War, which was fought in what we know today as South Africa. But it's fascinating because he get the, he gets attacked with uh, the British soldiers. He is uh, put in a camp, you know, where he's a POW, and the story is about his escape. Mm. And it's not just the escape; that certainly is fascinating. It's about what he does with that. Because when you think of Churchill, boy, he's one of the most quotable people you ever find. He's one of the best storytellers. He knew how to say the right things at the right time. That's how we know Winston Churchill. But, you know, after that, he went on tour literally through the United States, through the United Kingdom, around the world, telling basically this story. Yeah. And so people became fascinated with him. He, from a very early age, yeah. figured out, I need to create this narrative. Mm. And I'm sure there were plot a lot of escapes during that time. I'm sure there are lots of battles and a lot of people they don't learn about. That's why today we're constantly seeing new books from about people in World War II come out because it's fascinating. There's always more stories to tell. Yeah. Who's are going to rise up? Winston Churchill was great at that. Um, and I think that's why he has a fascinating life because he also has written it all too. So Yeah, it, it uh, is interesting to think uh, what we can learn from people, obviously reading contemporary biographies of individuals yeah. who are still alive is one thing, but, you know, learning from World War II or even beyond that, I mean, my grandfather passed away a couple of years back and, but I remember this one time, it wasn't in like what, five, six years ago where finally I learned something about his life mm -hmm. and it was just because he was in Korea and uh, was there when Japan annexed Korea so he was forced as, you know, in school to only speak Japanese, even though no one knew how to speak Japanese. And so they had to learn Japanese. So he went through all of that and then, you know, them being chased out and being yeah. able to speak Korean again. And then him starting a film company, like a, like a, a, like Kodak, Fuji, you know, that kind yeah. of film for cameras. And then like, literally it was so fascinating when he told me, he was like, yeah, and we were doing okay. We were like head to head with Kodak and Fuji over in Japan and we had the same technology. And then the president, the new president that came in to boost our, the Korean economy basically, you know, did tariffs and shut down. So it was really hard for Kodak and Fuji to boost them. So their company was like skyrocketing. And then the president got yeah. assassinated. And then the next president came in and did away with that. Yeah. So I was like, wow. so if that didn't happen, I could have been like the grandson of like a 
Film yeah, Empire. A yeah. Film Empire. No kidding, right? Can you imagine so. what Daniel would be dressing like? You know, can you imagine? No. <laughs> My dad put probably no. wouldn't have immigrated to Canada. Yeah. Right? And it's just, it's, so it's fascinating to, yes, learn from contemporary, but biographies. I mean, that's one of the things that you can mine. And the other thing that I've noticed, you know, kind of looping in with the first question was that when I think about all the nonfiction books I've read, right? I've learned tips, tricks, leadership theories, philosophies, you know, ideas here and there. But the biographies that I've read, it's, I remember them so much more than the nonfiction books that I've read, mm-hmm. right? I'll, I'll remember points from good to great or, you know, which I know is one of your favorite, Dave, and uh, <laughs> he's trying. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. The, you know, I'll remember <laughs> principles, but yeah. some, there's something about stories that is just memorable, yeah. And and it's it's there are these life lessons that you can learn through them. Okay, so uh, are we still talking about our favorite biographies, or have we moved? No, on? you can keep going. Yeah, okay. yeah, feel it. I just come I'm on, just, let's hear it. Hey, actually, um, I will ask autobiography or biography because you've had you listed Churchill as an example who mm. wrote an autobiography. You've got yeah. Ulysses S. Grant who wrote his an personal memoirs. Yeah. Uh, then you could go the classic most, probably one of the most read uh, biographies would be about Shackleton because everybody yeah. got into Shackleton for a while. But he has endurance. So let me ask South or Endurance? Would you read South, which is Shackleton's book? I haven't read endurance. South. I've only read Endurance. And here's what I would say who can tell the story better? All right. So no, yeah. I'm serious. I, mean, I and I'm serious. Well, well, does anyone remember? I mean, Louis Zamperini had told this story for years, and then suddenly Laura Hillenbrand finds out about him and writes the better book. And he yeah. was totally great with it, of course, because you know he's. We know more of his story now. I don't right. think we yeah. would. We wouldn't be talking about Louis Zamperini if it weren't for Unbroken, the book. Yeah, and movie. True. Yeah, that's true. We wouldn't. So sometimes it just takes that. And I would say Zamperini gave a lot of, mm. I mean, uh, I don't want to say licenses to like let her really run with it, but he entrusted, he entrusted her and say, mm. tell this well. And she did. And she's just a great writer. You know, I mean, she made, I guess that's the biggest difference between autobiographies and biographies. You just might, well, all right. You so, might have a great story, so well, you might not know how to write It's funny. One. I love, I, 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 I have a copy of Ulysses S. Grant's personal memoirs, which oh. I've just felt like, I just need it. I've read some pieces of it before. And it is apparently like one of the best autobiographies of all time. It's also rumored that Mark Twain wrote a lot of it. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, so he was a friend. He was a friend, then, and he right? published it. So you know, he had a hand in yeah. it. He maybe he just had a really good editor, right? Yeah. And that's that's another thing. But uh, but Ch- uh, Chernow's book, Grant, I love. Barnabas hates it, but I, I loved it. I thought it was great because uh, Chernow's uh, a great writer. What about um, Titan? As oh, Young Titan, Rockefeller. No, I haven't I read mean, it. it Chernow's book on. Yeah, I haven't read it. Titan. Yeah. Um, okay. Sh- uh, Another Civil War one, Sherman, by Liddell Hart. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it, but love Sherman. I'm a St. Louisan, so you know he's buried in St. Louis, and he <laughs> he kind of burned all of the South. So <laughs> I've got a lot of friends who don't like him. I have this, little, know, so. I have this little thing called the March <laughs> yeah. to the Sea. <laughs> yeah, which left a every t- every time mile wide black. <laughs> Every time I'm Wait. sitting in Atlanta traffic and I'm like, Sherman, come again, come again, <laughs> burn this mother down. Okay, no, okay. let's go sorry. to the third question. What, which biographies should <laughs> leaders stay away from? You've been doing podcasts with Barnabas, haven't you? 
I can tell. Yeah. I, I can tell, Dave. It's because he's really opinionated now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to dial some of that back. I'm this trying. Isn't happy I'm rant. trying. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm just, this, you, you, Daniel picked a good topic and um, I'm in. Yeah. So I'm trying to give you my best. Yeah. Here All right. Go. So which, which biographies should leaders Daniel stay away from? This topic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I, I acknowledge uh, you. I look at my dog every day. I acknowledge on. you. You're here. I love you. I'm going to pat you on the back. <laughs> Great. Uh, so for the third time, which leaders, <laughs> which by which leaders, which by our, yeah, which leaders, leaders should sure. you stay away yeah. from? Which leaders should you stay away from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not going to list like a particular book. I just think pick someone you're interested in. Get recommend certainly get recommendations. You know, if, hey, because you know, you, Todd just brought up the great question. Like, wait, which one should I read? What if there are multiple ones? Do your research. Talk to friends. Find out who's you know because everyone's got an opinion. I'm sure someone's like, uh, you know, this book's better, and here's why because of the research they did. I'm like, yeah, but it's poorly written, so it just didn't. It didn't. I, I couldn't stay interested enough. If you are bored from the very beginning, like if, if the author can't tell a good enough story to keep you captivated yeah. um, to read on, then what's the point? Yeah, there are other books out time. there. Yeah. It's not going to bother me if you're just glancing through Wikipedia to get a feel for the person's life. That's, That's my true. point. It so, won't be as memorable, though. No, no, yeah. no. But, but I mean, they're, they're, um, I'm pretty good at sticking through books, especially history books. I just feel like, oh, I'll give it its due. Okay, so in terms of uh, things they right. should stay away from. for that. Stay celebrity. away from friends who recommend Cele oh. bad books. Those okay. aren't yeah. friends. What are your thoughts on celebrity biographies? What? They're usually the memoirs, the autobiography ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or autobiography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love. I I I get a kick out of them. I listen to them mainly as audiobooks because oh, okay. they are what they are. Stories, yeah. Well, yeah, I listen to Eric Idle's uh, uh, book. You know, always look on the bright side, which is one of the funniest audiobooks in the world. And yeah. if you're a Monty right. Python fan, it's fantastic. But it's yeah, I got nothing here. I don't know. I don't know that one. Well, here's the other thing. Uh, you know, uh, I'm more of a Jay Z Empire state of mind. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I can't remember the the author, but uh, that's a book. Okay, about Jay Z's life. Yeah, about or, his life. or yeah. Can we go Shoe Dog? Oh, oh, Shoe Dog. Okay. Well, Funny. I love Shoe Dog. You don't like Shoe Dog. No, I can tell you why I love Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog, we're talking about Phil Knight's book, which is about the beginnings. You've talked yeah. about it, I presume. Uh, well, the uh, beginnings of Nike, mm. which I, I thought it was fantastic. It was, I mean, of course I know he's probably taking liberties. It's probably not all true. It's all his perspective. <laughs> How do you feel about, okay, uh, I'm going completely off the rails here because this yeah. is supposed to be about leadership books, but we're starting to get into No, but you learn stories. from these. You learn. And but they're leader. Jay-Z uh, is a leader. Oh, yes, for sure. Absolutely right. is. Yeah. I'm not a <laughs> businessman. I'm a businessman. All right. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let me just make a point too. I, I, and this, this, you guys are the worst. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was Daniel. That was Daniel. I just want to point that out. Um, no, okay, so I was going to say, um, are there, uh, on this, I'm going off the rails on a different question, but are there podcasts that are biographical in nature that you like or would recommend? You mean the podcast is designed to tell the story of someone's life? Is that someone's like like an audiobook? Or, yeah, it, wow. Uh, you see what I'm so saying? So I'm thinking of like... Um, 
Business Wars. M- yeah. Business oh, Wars yeah. or yeah. Memory Palace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, well, I listen to a lot of history podcasts. I do listen to Business Wars. I, I mean, they're all designed to tell a very entertaining story yeah, and, right. you know, they have characters and they, they kind of play parts. So yeah. it's, it's funny. Like whenever I listen to those, I think, wow, this is pretty much how it was uh, for early radio and like oh, the 30s it's and true, 40s. It's the same person. Yeah, it is. Voices. And you hear them, someone's like clanking things with yeah. their hand and, you know, just show like people stepping. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. But really, like that's really all it is. It's like we've gone back to that because yeah. when we're in our cars or working out or something, but that helps us. But, you know, what to me though those are the equivalent of 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 just popular history writing and that's that's not bad if it gets you interested to want to learn more about when you're looking at nike versus adidas then yeah go listen to go listen or read shoe dog and you get more of the entrepreneurial story of of uh of phil knight and then go read um you know, Steve Jobs, you know, the uh, Walter Isaacson's yeah, bio, which, which is, is fantastic. really long. It's yeah, re- it is fantastic. It's, it's really, yeah. it's really long. Um, and again, like after reading that, I thought, I was like, man, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And no I've never loved joke. and despised a man more. <laughs> right? <laughs> Completely. I know. Yeah, I'm like, Steve I Jobs, know. like, you're just like, you're in awe. You're just in awe. Yeah, you're awful <laughs> yeah he's awful yeah. but you can't i mean it's but look a, at yeah, us i know i mean look at everything us everything is apple we've no, got no, for sure. three apples we but all got man, iphones in here yeah I know. it's just oh i know i kept thinking whenever i hear stories about ceos and you learn more about ceos and you read yeah. books by them okay jack welch go down the list all these guys and you're like man they ran they ran things tough they did, they did. and they're brutal what jack what's what he fires 10 percent every yes. year that yeah, know. you know that whole thing and um I mean, to me, I'm like, man, is that what it takes? You have to be that way to be a good leader. And we'll I'm just not yeah, designed know. that way. I wouldn't last in that yeah. environment. Let's put it that way. Okay. But, so yeah. now what if what if I don't – I mean, we've been talking about biographies and talked a lot about history here and there. And uh, but, but what if you're one of those leaders who really only – I mean, you don't read this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you read theology. You read yeah. church practice. You read – you know, you just don't read leadership biographies, maybe one here or there, but you definitely don't read history yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Uh, what, um, yeah. What, what if, what yeah. if I don't like that? What, yeah. what that, what, yeah. what, what would you say to that person? Yeah, no, um, uh, again, like you're going to be interested in something. And, and I, I always say there is so much value from leaders in the past because they have, gone through so many ups and downs of life. There are life lessons that are a gift to the reader. And that's why I was encouraging, like, find, find an area that if you're interested in World War II, yes, there's endless books on it. If you're interested in, um, in industry titans, then yeah, start looking like if you're in, if you love shoes, mm. you know, if you love just the, you know, then and if you love fashion, there's great bios on Coco Chanel. I mean, there's great bios. On, I know I'm listening. I know. I know. What? Well, I, I, I'm listening. I'm listing that because uh, I've just finished McChrystal's book, the one on leaders, myth and reality, oh, yeah. which I'm, is good. It is. It's, it's good. It's, it's, it's long. It's point. It's too, it's too long. Yeah. I, I'll admit I skimmed through some of the people. People. He kind of goes through different categories of leaders yeah, through yeah. history. And the first yes. chapter kind of threw me for a loop because he started off with, uh, what's his name? I mean, I'm not American, so I don't know all the history off by heart, but the I'm just thinking leader, of that intro. The Most Confederate Americans leader. Neither, it's okay. 
Oh, um, oh, Robert E. Lee. Yeah. 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 He goes off like the whole first part of the. Well, he was, yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah. Listeners, he was trying to dig in the fact of him going to West Point. They would going to West Point in the sixties and seventies, you would canonize someone like Robert E. Lee who yeah. had gone through West Point, despite the fact that, well, he did own slaves and he did lead the Confederate forces, yeah. the army of Northern Virginia. Against was, the Union. I mean, it was interesting yeah. because, you know, he talks about myth and reality yeah. and how he's more of a myth. Yes. He's more of a mythically yes. great leader. Absolutely. Compared to when you look at it, his Abs- track record and all that. Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. So it was, Man, just, it was fascinating. Yeah. Clean gray uniform, the white <laughs> beard, the hat, the white horse. Yeah. I mean, why do you think there's still monuments up, you know, and, you know, around the South? Yeah. Because yeah. the guy looks good. He's a, he's a symbol. <laughs> um, but his point is the reality is not as pretty. And the more he dug in as a military leader, he discovered, man, I don't respect him as much because of the reality. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I mean, those are a little short bios. That's a, I, they are. I didn't, I didn't love that, but I thought it was a, I mean, I've loved everything from crystal so far in some mm-hmm. fashion. Team of teams is yeah. my favorite oh, for sure. team leadership book by far. It is. Yep. It has been the most applicable book for the way we all have to work. Yeah. <laughs> Did we break down team of teams? Oh, you guys should, if you haven't. Have we? I think it's on the list. We haven't yet. Shared consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I don't know if we're ready so to bring good. Dave back yet or not. Oh, we'll, we may or may not make oh. that invitation. Yeah. Oh. Okay. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Where else? Where else should people start? They're like, okay, you've convinced me. Because when I had the interview, when we interviewed Karen Swallowpower, she convinced me by the end of it. I was like, okay, I should that you read need. some literary fiction. Yeah. What about well, today? the the case is reading widely to her point that mm-hmm. you listen. I would say you've even if it's not a history book, you need to be studying people because that's what we do, right? Um, And so whatever that is, and you know, it could be going back and reading To Kill a Mockingbird and studying the way Atticus Finch operates as a father and as just a leader, as a human being, and what he had to stand up to and, and, and roll with that. We just mentioned podcasts. I'm like, you may want to start with, hey, go, dude, there's a great... uh, there's a great uh, bit on. Uh, I mean, we the American Wondery does. I, they they do business wars, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it's Wondery. Yeah. So they do American history. They do oh, British history. They do a bunch of wonderful ones like that. Um, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. If you want to have six hour episodes on, <laughs> that's a little crazy. But it's, are you serious? You haven't listened to Dan Carlin? Oh man, no. Hardcore history. It is. That sounds painful. It's right. It's. Uh, I just put Memory Palace back on my phone uh, while we were sitting here when I was silent there for a little bit because I was like, <laughs> "There's this really good episode. I can't remember what the, the name was, and it's Ida Lewis." Yeah. Okay. If you want to try out one, it's episode one thirty two. Okay. okay. So, what is your one book you would recommend someone to read? Leadership biography, history. If they don't read this genre and you're just, you, you want to say, hey, okay, just read this and see what happens. All right. So what we're, is it? we're talking to a Christian audience yes. uh, here. A past, uh, pastoral. A pastoral. Yeah. yeah. No, and I say, I, I mean, really, start with Unbroken. Unbroken's fantastic because it's a study of a man's life. You see transformation. You've got a World War II story. Okay. You've got him being a prisoner. You've got 
you've got seeing a very low point in his life. You, um, you, you see, well, redemption. Yeah. That that's pretty well known at this point. I don't think I can spoil that. Um, but it is such a good, well-written book and you feel like you're studying a man's life as well as reading history. You get a good feel of the Pacific war by reading it as well. Um, and, um, but you know, here's the thing, you know, if, again, go find things you're interested in, even if it is, something that doesn't seem like something you're like really proud of being on an airplane reading. Uh, just don't, don't worry about that. Just start in a place that brings you joy and entertainment and you will get life lessons out of it. You know, I, I, I know I, I posted about this morning and Daniel saw, but yeah. you know, all right. So here's another one. Uh, Banner Brothers. So, you know, a lot of people haven't read the book, but it's been out for well over 25 years or so now, but uh, the book is fantastic. But we know the miniseries, Tim Burton miniseries, which is fantastic. I know you- book better than the miniseries? Uh, no, the miniseries is pretty darn okay. good. I mean, as much as Ambrose wrote a good book, the miniseries is so good. Yeah. Um, but my favorite, it's episode seven. I don't want to ruin too much of it, but if you want to follow, have you seen it all? I haven't. No. All right. So this is this is the one after a movie person. Uh, well, it's a, not a movie. This is a yeah. television series, technically. Saw Black, Todd saw Black Panther with us. You did. Nice. Yes. Uh, Most pretty because wild. a gentleman named Mark Satterfield uh, drew ah. me a quadrant that convinced me I should go. Okay. But that's what right. it took. Okay. When he pulled out well, the quadrant, we were all gonna like, go. Yeah. This is after we did Pipeline yeah. out on the West Coast. Yeah. And we were all going to go watch we Black Panther. Here. And Todd was like, no, I'll Sun go back to the setting. hotel. We're like, I'm what like, are you doing? I got work yeah. to do. I'm going back <laughs> yes. to the hotel. I ain't got time yes. for a movie. <laughs> yes. But yes. you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it's it It's a, a good movie. Yeah. It is a good movie. I love it. So if you want to see, yeah, episode one is the worst leadership you will ever see. And episode seven is it follows... Um, Donnie Wahlberg's character, Sergeant Lipton, um, with him excellent burgers. He, yeah, yeah, his family does, man. Um, but uh, I still haven't had them. I need to try them when I'm in Boston next. Yeah, I haven't. I'll go. And I'm a burger salmon. So many other good burgers. I don't know. Um, Everyone says they got the best burger. Yeah, (laughs) I can taste the meat and say. Ah, uh, this is Hereford. Man, it got really it weird. Dry I've never heard sommelier with burger. I know. Put together. It's a dry spring. <laughs> you did, man. You just made it really Add weird. Clover. You can't okay. tell the difference. You can. If you, if you eat enough, <laughs> you, can, you can tell, Daniel. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So we're just, before we get to our last question, let's just hear a quick word from our sponsor for today. As a church leader, you know how tough marriage ministry can be. There's never enough time to help every couple. There's not enough resources to go around, and we often don't feel like marriage experts. That's why we want to tell you about a resource called Woo Marriage. It's a brand new tool from Lifeway that provides Christ-centered marriage coaching for every couple in your church. Backed with research and designed with your church in mind, you'll actually find videos for all seasons of marriage. So you can try one free month by using the offer code leadership when you go to woomarriage.com slash free trial. Just use the offer code leadership when you go to woomarriage.com slash free trial. All right, we're back with our last question. Okay, this is it. What about history books in general? What can we learn there? Not just biographies, history books in general. 
Wouldn't you rather learn from the mistakes of others than make them all yourself? Um, and and I, I know I say that with kind of a funny grin, but it's uh, it's true. Like I, 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 I still will, am going to make mistakes. I'm a human being. We are going to repeat some things that do happen throughout history because that is what happens. But at the same time, there is so much to be learned from reading history books and through the people and the stories that they go through. Um, because of that. Um, and there's triumphs from that too. Um, you learn what sets people apart, uh, which I love, you know, um, the leaders of the past have done the hard work for us. Let's learn from that. So, you know, I, I, I was, I haven't read the book, but Hampton side just came out with a book called on frozen ground. It's about the Marines of the chosen reservoir, um, in the Korean war. And, it talked about, he really goes into the two types of leaders in that time. You've got MacArthur. And those of you don't know MacArthur, MacArthur was World War II general mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, he's known for leaving the Philippines. I shall return when they uh, escape to Australia. And then he comes back three years later. And basically he uses I more than anything in the way he talks about his army of hundreds of thousands of men uh, who die for him. But that that's kind of a preview to what happens in the Korean War. But nevertheless, the Korean War, he's in charge of uh, the, I almost said peacekeeping force, but the American force trying to repel the North Koreans and thus later in the war, the Chinese as well. Yeah. But um, what's important about this story is the fact that uh, MacArthur never... Uh, it, they, they, they've never been to confirm this uh, for sure, but they don't think he ever slept one night in Korea during the war uh, that he commanded for the most part the whole time in Tokyo. So I'll leave it at that. Um, when Wait, that he was in Tokyo the whole time? Yeah, I mean, commanding the ar- army oh. from there. There are other generals on the battlefield, yeah. keep that in mind. But um, uh, the point is he led from the rear and that's, uh, that's, that's one. So what's this book yeah. called? Uh, the, I almost said the frozen chosen, um, it's not, it's not, no, <laughs> on, desperate, on desperate ground. Uh, that's what it's called. The Hampton different Sun. podcast. Yeah. Different frozen chosen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. I'm going to have to check. No, which is great. That but, sounds interesting. But, um, but no, what it was fantastic. I mean, there's a, you know, general Smith who's on the ground with the Marines during that time. You know, they basically, he, you know, MacArthur saying, push him all the way to China, you know, essentially. And yeah. the reality is success would have been just repelling the communists at that time. But MacArthur said, you know, kept pushing Smith, go, go, go. We need you all the way up uh, to go into China. And everyone else is, you know, Smith and the Marines are um, not ignoring his orders, but Smith at the end of the day knows what's going on on the battlefield because he's there and to lead his troops well. Um, And they see him fighting with the troops uh, which is important. You see the same thing in Band of Brothers, and there's something about that. There's a time, certainly, when you don't need to be the very front person, but he certainly, Smith certainly led from within, and that was important. So, I don't know. You get lessons like that. I, yeah. To me, I, I, I'm listening, reading stories like that, and I was like, man, boy, these there's so many more leadership stories than just kind well, of yeah. reading a history book. Because in the end, we're like, leading from the rear? That doesn't sound right. And yeah. I mean, you can read nonfiction books, leadership books on principles. Yeah. And if the author does a good job, hopefully you'll be able to remember. But mm-hmm. there's nothing more powerful than stories. Yeah. So you spend yeah. a day, you spend six, 12 hours on a book in a character. It's soaked. It's a part of you. 
so you can recall it. I mean, even I'm going through How the Mighty Fall, Jim Collins. And, right. I mean, okay, I'm listening to it right now. The thing about Jim Collins, okay, I know you said you wanted to say something about him, so I do want to hear that. <laughs> but I have never, this is the first audiobook I ever listened to by Jim Collins, and it is hilarious. I'm, I'm glad. He's making money off of you. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, no, but it is hilarious. Like, the guy reads it with so much charisma. It's uh, it's absolutely, it's just so entertaining. It is, I'm, I'm not joking. And it's I, stories. There are stories. I know, he's a right? great he speaker. Yeah, he is. He is but it's yes. just, it's fun. Anyway, yeah. so what do you, what, what, what's your deal with Jim Collins? Oh, no. The principle... <laughs> The basic principles of Jim Collins and Good Grader are, are, are fine. Certainly, yeah. it's it's the it's a classic argument. Like half these companies failed, yeah. so what does it matter? Yeah. You know, if the and Oops. then he writes books about how the mighty fall because yeah. or fail because 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 the, he's got another book in his contract. He needs to write and he needs to rebut his own book. So there you go, Jim okay. Collins. Sorry, rebut if you want to reboot, 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 reboot. I think you've been spending so, too much time with Canadians. I think I have. Be on the podcast. Thanks a lot. Dave. No. Well, I, I you just don't Thanks invite me lot. back. If you're going to have him back, I understand. You just you're going to get air this yeah. podcast. No, no. I'll never see the light of day. Uh, All right. Times. Okay. So History is as we end, as we end, <laughs> one book recommendation for our listeners, oh. just one on the general topic. So I'll go first. Okay. And you know what? I, uh, I, while you were talking and I asked for that title again, cause I just got the book on desperate ground. Oh, you're funny. Yeah. All right. Cause yeah. I was like, that sounds, I mean, Hampton because, sides is a great writer. Yeah, cause great. I don't generally read a lot of historical biographies. Yeah. Like if I'm reading a biography, the latest one I read was Tiger Woods. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not reading celebrity celebrity. I mean, I guess no. he's a celebrity, but there's a lot, I mean, he is back. So it was fascinating just to, I mean, it was tremendous. Mm -hmm. So I, with a lot of caveats, don't listen to it with kids in the car and don't read it. Yeah, don't yeah, 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 yeah. Either. But it's, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Do you but remember when we four, talked about how great The Four was one yes. time on the podcast? Yeah, no. Oh, That's wow. another thing your kids shouldn't read Definitely either. not. But it's a great. And we heard a lot from the Leadership book. Okay, but I would say Pat, um, Eugene Peterson's memoir is where I, for oh, church yeah. leaders, I would say start there if you okay. don't read biographies or memoirs. Yeah. Read yeah. his memoir called i think it's called pastor or something like that okay it's incredible i mean the guy's since huh. passed away yeah but there's just so much about his life yeah. like his first conversion like the first person he evangelized <laughs> wait wait okay yeah the first person I, he evangelized first of many <laughs> yeah first person <laughs> wait, he evangelized wait, was a kid that bullied him and uh he bullied him he would bully him all the way home from school yeah and then finally he had the guts to stand up to him mm. So he pushed him back and they got into a fight and he actually got on top of the guy fighting. Like this is on the street going home and started punching him back and forth and said, you know, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Whoa. Because <laughs> he, like, he didn't know what to say. It's a bad dude. I like so that. He, the guy was like, okay, okay, I believe in Jesus. And he was like, that was his first... <laughs> First, first year of That's amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like him even more. Yeah, I yeah. know. I mean, Eugene Peterson yeah. doing that, right? <laughs> Seems like one of the most gentle yes. people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your book, Todd? Uh, it's called The Holy Bible. 
There are many, <laughs> no, many stories Cohen. and biographies within it that are That is very helpful. true. It's yes. very true. Okay. But, Samuel. But what is your... One of my favorite. We, we assume all our leaders are... Okay, so what... The sequel. Book? The sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Part done. I'm probably going to just... Uh, I'm going to say it because you've heard about it. If you haven't read it, a lot of you have been given this book as a gift. You haven't read it. Uh, I would go back to Endurance just because it's a great book. It um, is. Alfred Lansing is really, really good. It's about Shackleton. I love it. I love it. All right. My last one is uh, The the Lion's Gate by Stephen Pressfield. Stephen Pressfield is one of the best writers you will find out there. He writes, uh, yeah, The War of Art is what a lot of people know him for, but he wrote Legend of Bagger Vance and uh, Gates of Fire. But this one's about the 1967 Six-Day War in Israel, which sounds like a party. But it really is a David, David versus Goliath story again, okay. you know, of Israel having only 3 million people living there at the time and you know, 60 million Arabs threatening to invade Israel and them winning the war and Israel winning the war in six days. But, you know, what, what I love is that, you know, it really hones in on a lot of the leaders, uh, leaders in the field as well as leaders up top. And uh, this is one of my favorite quotes from it about the fact of how Israel was so prepared for this. Um, I'll read this quote. Improvis improvisation is not a wild scramble at the last minute. You're not pulling out plans. You're not pulling plans out of thin air. Improvisation is the payoff of scrupulous preparation and drill. And it, this was someone who was over a helicopter squadron and these guys just trained. They trained all the time. They were, they were absolute professionals. And, uh, and no matter what happened, they were, uh, in terms of how the chess pieces were moved, uh, it was great. But the leadership is 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 fantastic. So great book. There you That's go. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Dave, for being on the podcast with us. Thanks for having yes, me. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't yet checked out one of our other Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network uh, podcasts, the One Thing Podcast with Scott Sanders and Derek Hanna, be sure to do that. Recently, they've talked about removing roadblocks, how to evangelize someone who's not interested in coming to your church and how to start a second service. You can just look up the one thing on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe today. We'll catch you next time.